Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It At Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It's your girl Sarah and MC Bivens hanging out together. Uh, Matthew, my husband, how are you? I'm doing Flantastic. Flantastic. I was gonna say, like yeah. flan, like the dessert. Oh uh, yeah, we had some nice dessert recently. Yeah, we did. It was a little chocolate oatmeal bar situation. Yeah, delicious. It was so fantastic. I gotta get something off my chest here. You know how we is it a bra? Not literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different episode. Different this may podcast. not be kids friendly. Uh. What did I, oh, so you know how we kind of riff a little bit before we get into the topic and we share a little bit about our lives and some yeah. of our quirky goofiness. Well, recently Matthew and I had a breakthrough in our in our relationship and that had to do with some some sharing of some truths mm. and some feelings and some transparency. And uh, it happened the other night in bed. We were lying there about to go to sleep. And uh, I uh, opened up and I told Matthew that I hate hate this belt of his that he wears all the time it's not a bad and belt has had it has had it for years has had it since i met him and so i bet I you don't like it okay and, before and it you describe very freeing it and very liberating to share that with you because i love so many things about you it's just this belt that i don't like it's not even that bad of a belt it's an awesome belt okay it's a simple belt it's a black and white checkered belt yes and then with it you wear a free like promotional scion no, not on that belt metal belt buckle not on that one no not on that one no it's just a plain silver one right now okay well it's simple it reminds me of what my 16 year old nephew would wear like an fly. unsponsored skater boy wow 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 it's an awesome belt i love that belt and I was salty that you didn't like it, and you chose. You were salty. Yeah, I know. So, I was there. That wasn't cool. All right. Well, maybe we won't we'll, even go into we'll the have things. We'll post a picture of this said belt. Maybe take a poll. 
I have a feeling that a lot of listeners will be on my side. Uh, I highly doubt that. What? All right. Well, we might have to put that to the test. I think you may have had a, a disempowering experience with somebody wearing a black and white checkered belt. That's why you dislike it so much. It's such a simple belt. <laughs> you wore a black and white outfit last week when we went to Phantom of the Opera. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Okay. Uh, we're going on a rant. We might just have Agree to. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Move along. Yes. All right. Well, that's just a bit of our lives. You can see where we're at. <laughs> you're lucky what, you're cute. Um, yeah. What are we talking about today? All right. So today's episode is a cool one. I think um, it's going to be a great episode for for those of you out there listening who are just now considering home birth. You're kind of curious about it and you're doing a little bit of research. You might have a few questions about what the actual at-home experience is like. This episode is going to be solid for you because uh, we're going to be talking about an article. I think we've done this once or twice in the past, but um, I came across an article just like yesterday, I think, on my phone, and uh, I thought it was perfect for us to bring up, and I shared it with Sarah. The article is called Seven Things That Happen After You Give Birth at Home, and it's on the website Romper, R-O-M-P-E-R.com, and we'll put links to the article in the show notes for this episode. And so uh, the article is written by Angela Johnson. Which immediately had me thinking of the comedian who I love, <laughs> and she's hysterical. Angela Johnson. Angela Johnson. But it, it is not her. It is a different Angela Johnson. Um, I guess there's more than one. Yes, I, I would imagine <laughs> in, the, in the world. But um, we appreciate you, this Angela Johnson, for yeah, what we, we did. Do. And we also like the comedian. If you want to ever be on the show to hang out, we can do That'd that cool. too. We can tell um, either Angela pregnancy Johnson. jokes. Uh, that would be hysterical. Um, so but yeah, yeah and, and Romper, uh, Romper is a really cool website. Um, they always have a lot of interesting articles, you know, family, pregnancy, uh, raising kids, motherhood. Uh, they also have this really nifty, I, I guess it's an article, but it's not. It's more like an application from the website that I use often. And it's about um, viable breast milk. So you basically, the it pops up and you say, like, has it been in the freezer or in the fridge? Yes or no? And then it takes you down, you know, a map of if you say yes, then this. If you say no, then this. And um, I've, bookmarked it on, I've, I've bookmarked it on my computer um, just because, you know, sometimes I'm not sure what the stat of a certain, you know, if I've pumped and the breast milk, if we can use it or not. So um, we'll include links to that in the show notes as well, just because it's a fun little thing and it's really useful. And I appreciate someone creating something like that. Yeah, it's called, is this breast milk still good? And I'm playing on it now. It's cool. You start off by, it asks you like, is it, is your breast milk frozen? Right. Is it at room temperature? Is it uh, from the refrigerator? And then you click on it. Yeah, it's in the refrigerator. Okay. So has your baby eaten any of it yet? And blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, man, we're just, we're awesome at tangents today. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll put a link to that, to the romper breast milk, what, it, what I don't know what it's It's called. useful. I, mean, I think that was a necessary tangent because I really appreciate it. And so I'm sure yeah. there's moms out there who, you know, sleep deprived and not sure, okay, what do I do with this breast milk? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this can, this can help you out. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Uh, back so, to the article. Yeah, so seven things that happen after you give birth at home. What we're going to do is we are going to go through each of those seven things. We're going to read uh, read the thing from the article and then just kind of talk about it. Um, talk about what we experienced in, uh, in those seven different areas. And I think we have one or two we're going to add at the end. Um, but yeah, like I said, this is going to be a great episode for uh, you moms and families who are, are curious about home birth. Um, you may have just begun your research, just started looking into it, and you know you're just interested in what what the experience is like. Like, what are some of the things that home birth parents and families really, really enjoyed about their home birth that are beyond the the, the birth part? Mm-hmm. You know, things like eating your own food and taking a shower, stuff like that that you may not even think about, but are really big pluses. Yeah. at least in our case, totally. Less, you know, so all right, uh, kick it off, babe. Okay. Number one is the birth team cleans up. Yes. And, I, you know, of course, this would be if you, you know, if you are having, if, yes, I mean, if you're planning a free birth, you know, an unassisted birth, then maybe you want to assign some people to do this. But for this, the purpose of this list, we're talking about, um, I guess, a more um, formalized route of a home birth where you would have midwives, doulas, and or any other people helping you out. If you do have those people... They are the ones cleaning up. Which is awesome. After you've just ejected a human from your body, I don't think anyone is expecting you to wash the towels or empty the birthing pool or clean, you know, change the sheets. That is not your job. (laughs) But I mean, like, that's a a super common question. Yeah. You know, like, okay, in a hospital, obviously the nurses will clean up. But at home, like, who the hell is cleaning up? And is it going to be a huge mess? That's another question that's related to this. Like, is there going to be blood and guts all over the floor and the walls and... You're dripping from the curtains. I mean, like, 
like the shining <laughs> like the shining you know but but we've we've talked to to moms who kind of have thought like is that right. was that gonna happen or the dads mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, big with the dads mm-hmm. like thinking oh my gosh we're gonna ruin our sheets or ruin our carpet right um for more on that please refer to our is home birth messy episode <laughs> True. thank you back to your normally scheduled programming <laughs> uh, but i i think this is a great first um first little item because yeah, because it's like i think immediately it takes a huge chunk of like anxiety off like yeah okay all right so what else is there to expect like now that that's out of my mind so your midwives will will come so there's a there's going to be a home birth kit in your home birth kit you're going to have all sorts of pads and wipes and stuff and your your midwife or your doulas are going to tell you to collect your towels or go purchase towels go get i mean they're you're going to be prepared yeah you're going to be prepared and then after your beautiful baby pops into the world, you just are bonding with baby. That's it. You just you're just focused on bonding with baby. Mom's bonding, dad's bonding, partner's bonding, and the midwives and the team, they're doing all the cleanup, which right. is beautiful. Yes. yes Number is. two. Number two is you enjoy a meal that you actually want. Oh yeah. Not hospital food and green jello. I mean, if you love green jello, then cool, make some green jello. But um if that's not your style and you don't want um, questionable hospital food. You, you can cook eat your own food. you want. And you don't have to cook it. <laughs> someone else can yeah, cook it for you. Yeah, someone else will probably cook it. And um, again, if you have a team, if you've got a team with you, like let's say you've got, you know, your parents or siblings or in-laws or whatever it is who is there with you or there for the home birth, I mean, have them cook some food and you get to eat whatever the hell you want to eat after baby comes, which, what did you eat afterwards? I had this big plate of like ground turkey meat and some rice and stuff. And it was great. But initially, even though I knew I was starving, I just, I could, I was, I was all over the place kind of mentally and emotionally. So I didn't really eat that much then. But then like an hour later, one of our friends came over and cooked this like magical concoction, this like vegetable. Yeah. It was like this lentil vegetable situation. And it was amazing. I dream about that. That doesn't happen in a hospital. Right. Right. So you get to cook whatever you want. You can have people prepared to bring you food. And just basically, you get to eat whatever food. And this is after baby comes. And also, while you're, you know, flowing through labor, I mean, you know, you you may not want to be scarfing down hamburgers. But if you want to have some fruit or some coconut water or, you know, some whatever, whatever, like you can do that at home because... You are the one who's making the choices. Yeah, that's a huge added benefit to the home birth experience is being able to eat and drink throughout it because you're not hooked up to anything. Yeah. You know, t- typically in a hospital, they would maybe let you have ice chips or maybe not even that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I didn't eat a whole lot during labor. I was just about to ask you, what did you eat? <laughs> I, I mean, once we knew we were in active labor, I had half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I remember making and that then for you. over the next 12 hours, I had just water and a few and sips juice. of juice. Yeah, because then a... I ended up vomiting, which was you right know, before. not the most fun thing ever. But um, yeah. it just didn't appeal to me to eat. Um, but we'll see in the future. Maybe I'll be chowing down on, on some food. In the oh, next, maybe like applesauce or you know just something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. you know, number two was you get to you get to eat whatever you want, mm-hmm. and that's a that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Number three, number three is Angela Johnson lists it as you get glammed up. 
<laughs> and by that she means like you get to take a shower and like you're in your own space and you can wear your own clothes and whatever i'm i love it totally yeah. for that i don't know if at the time i necessarily experienced it as being glam but um well compared to a hospital oh, gown then, yeah, I mean, totally yeah glam. totally glam i mean my sweatpants are couture compared to a hospital I, gown i mean seriously that's what, yeah. that's what you're comparing it to you're comparing yeah, it to yeah. like you know the 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 whatever hospital garb they got for you that mm-hmm. day and mm-hmm. you know you get to put on whatever you want mm-hmm. what's super comfortable for you you get to take a shower yep oh my and God. just yeah what was that shower like <sighs> it was amazing also a little like traumatizing because um it was not long after giving birth and so they do the like uterine uterine massage and so as I stood in the shower, Debbie, our midwife, was like just kind of mushing in my belly. Oh, and true. I was like, ah, what are you doing to me? And then like blood is just like gushing out of me into the shower. Um, but it was amazing to shower. It really was. So it, it does not take away from how amazing it felt. Um, it's just that that uterus massage can get you. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, maybe all of that is why I, when I saw glam, I was like, eh, I don't know about glam, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. If your face just went white hearing that, trust us, home birth is amazing. I'm sure they do uterine massage in other places. They do, every, <laughs> no, it's what they do to get it back down to size. I mean, anyone who's had a baby and is listening to this, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if just, you haven't, it, it's part of it. It's, it's cool. It would happen anywhere you gave birth. I guess that's one of those the parts of birth that they don't tell you about. Yeah, and I don't. You weren't really aware of that either because when that was happening no. to me, you were out of the room I was and with stuff. Maya but doing it's, stuff. it's a very real part of of immediate postpartum life is to massage that area. <laughs> All right. Well, number three was just getting glammed up, taking your shower, put on your clothes, and just feeling comfortable. Number four. Number four baby gets their first checkup yeah right in your space so you don't have to go anywhere to get them weighed or measured or um checked on like their their heart rate their pulse like all that stuff just gets all the apgar stuff yeah all that happens the weight right at the foot of our bed is where it took place yeah and i was able to um get maya's weight yeah you know they they put her in the little baby stork sling thing and I held her up and got to announce the weight, and mm-hmm. that was cool. And it was right there on our bed, right at the foot of the bed, and you were yeah. sitting right there. Yeah, there's the cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that happens right there, and it's that might be surprising to some people, but it's like yeah. brings it. I bring it back to these are trained professionals. Like you know, it's not their first time taking a stab at a home birth. You know, like there, it's very, it's a lot more. Um, comprehensive formalized yeah. and, and like regimented i guess you could say than i thought it would be when we were first dealing with our um initial uh feelings and and judgments and stereotypes of home birth to then like now having gone through it see like there's a lot that gets put into place as far as formalities or logistics are concerned and, and safety yes absolutely like there's you know they take they take all the necessary precautions, precautions. that they need and one of the things that we're going to mention at the very end, the add-ons to this article, has to do with um, the supplies. And so, number five. Number five is you fill out the paperwork. Uh, and that's another thing. When we first decided on home birth, I was like, how will she be an official human, human. being? Like, how will she be a citizen? Or how will how will like she will she just be off the grid? Like, how does that work <laughs> if we have her at home? Um, 
then by by you fill out the paperwork again if you're dealing with you know a more um formalized route of a, of a midwife or a midwifery practice they're gonna have the paperwork and they're probably gonna do most of it i mean i didn't i don't even think i signed anything but i don't think I, so either I think she just filled out all the stuff and asked me questions, you know, spelling and things of that sort. And then maybe a week or two later, I got an email from her uh, that I needed to send in like a formal request to the Social Security office or something like that. And then we got my Social Security card. We got her birth certificate. And I mean, super easy. There wasn't any part of the process that was tedious or or frustrating. And, uh, you know, again, when we first made the decision, that was something I was like, how does how does this happen? How do, yeah. you, how do you make someone an official person? It's, it but, seemed like it would be really difficult. Yeah, but no, it was super simple and easy. And, and uh, Debbie, our midwife, you know, she's done a few hundred of these. So she knew what she was doing. And um, it was nice to have that sort of like, oh, yeah, that's what they're, you know, they've got the paperwork and we just got to sign here. And I think I filled some stuff out. Okay, that uh, would make some sense. I don't, because yeah. I don't think I saw a sheet of remember. paperwork that day. I don't remember, but... That was number five. Now, number six. You get a lesson on parenting. And I think by this, um, Angela is talking about, you know, you have people there to guide you and support you in this process of of moving into this new stage of parenthood. So they're going to be there to answer questions, you know, especially if, um, like in the case of our midwives, they stayed for a few hours. Um, That's what I've heard most midwives will them Yeah, like, they stay for a few hours. They're staying for a long time after baby comes. Mm-hmm. They come the next day. Mm-hmm. And anyway, continue. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's in that time frame that you get so much one-on-one uh, care and attention that it, it's really like this, you know, it takes a village kind of approach, whereas, um, you know, we haven't had a hospital experience, so I can't speak to it specifically for us, but I know other women or, you know, my sisters who have given birth in a hospital and you're not always getting that type of one-on-one attention or someone to, you know, help answer the tough questions or the things you might not be clear on. Um, you know, it's, the care is just that much more intimate when, when you go through the home birth experience. Yeah. I mean, and these are questions that you may not think about asking when you're at your appointments. But it comes up. I mean, I know for us, the question's about, um, like, how do you, how do we sleep with Maya the very first night? Yeah, sleeping, nursing, you know, yeah, you know the they'll ner- help Questions you. about nursing mm-hmm. and, and questions about your, like, can you take a shower? Right. Stuff like that. And when do we bathe Maya? Right, Stuff right. Stuff like that. Like, you know, um, she's got a little gunk on her head. Can I, wa- can we wash her head? And, you know, because Maya had some, some stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And um, what other, what other little questions? Uh I don't know, but temperature is how do we know if she's getting overheated? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and like and, that. and the, our, the midwives are so amazing at answering all those little things, telling us more, just little pieces of information that we may not have thought of. And you know, like I said, they're gonna stay with you for hours after your baby is born. Make sure everything is amazing and perfect. Then they'll head home for a few hours, and they'll come back the next day or the next morning. So you know, you're getting really great personal attention that is they're very present you know they aren't having to rush off to another appointment they they aren't on a 15 minute clock so you got to answer everything in 15 minutes so that means you're talking super fast that was one thing this is, this is another tangent that was one thing we've experienced at the ob and the pediatrician they're fitting in a novel's worth of conversation in 
you know, five minutes. So they talk super darn fast. I wonder if it's part of their training. <laughs> like you must, hey, you, know you must learn to um, give out all of your instructions really quickly. If it's not, if it's not intentional, mm-hmm. it's. I imagine it's because they got a full schedule. It comes with the territory. It just... It's like, hey, listen, I got. We have four other people waiting in the rooms right yeah, now, I mean, so I gotta, I gotta spit this information out fast. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with the midwives, it's typical for you to have an hour with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where for us, by the end of those appointments, we were just kind of shooting the breeze, mm-hmm. talking about the weather and, you know, whatever with them. So. Right. That fast talking makes me think of um, at the end of car commercials or something, like text title, blah, 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 included. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like that's really what fast. Like, I wonder if they all meet together <laughs> and practice together. Oh, man. Okay. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, and that brings us to the final one on this list, number seven. You and your baby get to bond. And that's probably Aww. the most awesome one of the of the list. And I, I full-heartedly agree. You know, no one is looking to take baby away from you pretty much at any part of the experience when baby first comes out right on the chest, unless there's any reason to, to intervene or, you know, remove a cord or whatever, um, baby right on the chest and stays there. Yeah. And that's, that's the expectation and the plan. And, um, one of the, one of the things that the midwives impressed upon us was look, our job is to really do as little as possible and to really just be space holders and facilitators and guides. You know, they really were not all that involved until, you know, the, the 40 minutes of pushing and then, you know, in the aftercare, you know, checking on her, checking on me, but, um, yeah, like that that first hour, that's what everyone talks about is like the first hour after giving birth is such an important, beautiful, sacred time for, you know, the skin to skin, the smells, the first latch, yeah. like everything. And for that process to be allowed to just do its thing naturally is really amazing and really one of the best parts of, of home birth. And no one's looking to take baby away to, to do the tests, to um, put them in the nursery and then separate you for the night. Like nothing like that is, is going to happen at home. Yeah. You know, I think that was uh, definitely one of my favorite things. Even while, so 
if you haven't heard our home birth story, which is an episode as well, I think yes. it's episode number nine, you can Please check that out. to that, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Sarah uh, tore when so Sarah delivered Maya on a birth stool, so you were in a seated position, and what happened is Maya came out and. I was behind you, and Debbie immediately took Maya and handed her to you, and so you put Maya on your chest, mm-hmm. and then you know we kind of you kind of caught your breath, and oh my gosh, baby's here, and you know the tears, and we're all crying, and then Debbie had you move from the the stool onto the bed, and when you moved, like just blood came out, and I had I had no idea. Yeah, you, had, you didn't, didn't know. know. I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. I had no concept of that happening. So when, and I don't think there was, I think Debbie explained later that it wasn't blood from the tear. It may have been the placenta pulling off a little bit. Something to do with, I so, think it was like anyway, the way it was detaching. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the the point is they move Sarah to the bed and Sarah continues to have that bond and that skin to skin with Maya while Debbie and, and you know, the midwives were suturing you up. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would happen in a hospital. I don't know, but I would be very surprised if that type of thing would happen in a hospital. Yeah, where yeah, that's pretty. Um, I I don't. I guess we can't say for sure, but I, w- I wouldn't sure. expect it. And yeah. if I had heard that would happen, I I would be surprised, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. So, um, you know, even even when something small like the tear and the sutures are happening, like you get to continue that bonding experience. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that that the, your baby just gets to be with you. You know, just gets to be with you, smell you, feel the skin, latch on, all that stuff. Super beautiful. And I'm happy that Angela Johnson uh, included that in her list. And um, I think it's a solid list. You yes, know, it's, totally. These are seven great things. So let me read them again real quick for you, and then we'll add ours. Um, number one, the birth team cleans up. Number two, you enjoy a meal that you actually want. Number three, you get glammed up. Number four, baby gets their first checkup. Number five, you fill out the paperwork. Number six, you get a lesson on parenting. And number seven, you and your baby get to bond. So, Sarah, my love. Yes. What do you want to add to this list? What do you want to add to the list of things that happen after you give birth at home? So, we've probably touched around this general idea in, in some of the um, the items of the list, but for me, something that was a surprise and something I, I didn't know to expect with home birth until we were experiencing it was how equipped the midwives come to the experience. Meaning all the supplies they bring. All the supplies. Like each of them had a full duffel bag each. There was like an oxygen tank. And then on top of the birth kit that we um, ordered, you know, through them, they, they told us which kit to buy. And then we had it already at the at the house. Just like all the gear. I... I I didn't have that in my mind when we first started talking about home birth. I would never have guessed that they they come with with all of that stuff prepared. And then even the day of, I was surprised by it, even though they may have mentioned the things they would bring. Um, and that's something that I think can be can be helpful to share with concerned or or curious friends and family. Who, and partners. And partners, sure. Yeah. Uh, who um, are just trying to understand the home birth process better. And, you know, I, th- I think it's a nice assurance and a nice um, just information to share with someone who doesn't have a lot of context for home birth or is weary of it. That it's like there are a lot of measures and precautions taken into place. And there's a, there's a lot of things to support 
the multitude of, of possible um, yeah. situations arising. Yeah, and I mean, going back to what you said about all the supplies, like we purchased our home birth kit, which was, I'd say, a, a medium-sized moving box. Yeah. You know, a nice-sized box full to the top of supplies. Oh, yeah. It included, I mean, all sorts of things, gauze and sterilized things and uh, the pump for the for the tub. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the birth or the baby pool that we used right. wasn't even in there. So this is like a medium-sized moving box full to the top of supplies. Then on top of that, you know, each one of the midwives, Debbie, Lacey, and Wendy, each brought with them like a legit size duffel bag full of more stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, that's where the Pitocin was. Right. That you got. That, Thank that, you. Yeah, that they gave that. you. They gave Sarah Pitocin um, after the tear the to stop the bleeding. Um, like you said, there was oxygen mask and they were like testing everything and making sure like, you know, as they were setting up before before the active labor really got started. It was there was just so much stuff. It was insane. It was like, oh, it was like that scene in the Matrix where they walk into the office building, Neo oh, and Trinity with with their duffel bag full of like they each have multiple duffel bags and just full of guns. But in did this not case, think it, <laughs> our home birth could be compared to the Matrix, but you know, I will make all sorts of parallels if I can. Once again, you you impress me. So we had a Matrix style uh, preparation, but yeah, they were just prepared. Yes. Um, the thing that I wanted to add, I've already mentioned, this would be, I guess, point number nine, would be just how long the midwives stay, how long they hang out after, you know, your baby comes. Um, and then follow up. Yeah, and then the follow up. So, you know, they're there for hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it varies for whatever the midwife or midwife group, um, what their protocol is. But hours are there for about four hours, I would say, um, all three of them. Just made sure everything was great. Everything was perfect and Maya was perfect and you were you know you were you were cleaned up and fed like everything and then they left and then they came back the next morning to check on check on us so just that that level of attention um you know you might expect that after baby comes they say peace we'll see you next year you know like <laughs> but no i mean we saw them a, a lot yes after, after yeah. there, so all right anything else I don't think so. Thank you, Angela, for writing such a great yeah. article. We will link, like I, we said earlier, link this out in the show notes. And you we'll know, put Angela's Twitter on there as well. She yeah. has a Twitter handle on this article. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I'd really like to hear from other moms and families on what they experienced after, like what happened after um, your home birth, if it was any of these things, if there were some things we didn't talk about or – um, whatever it is, um, definitely want to hear that. So we love your listener emails. We appreciate you so much. Um, you can reach out to us from the website. There's a contact form, um, diahpodcast.com, or you can just shoot an email directly to hello at diahpodcast.com. We have Instagrams oh, the at D I A H podcast, and we just launched our Facebook page yeah. yesterday, and that's doing it at home. You know, just just the page the doing it at podcast. home, and uh, yeah. So follow us there. Follow us on all the things, and you know, shout shout out to us. Tell us what you think of the show. If you appreciate it, what you want to hear more of, anything. There's there's pretty much no limits. Yeah, I mean, the show's for you. Like, the show is for you right now listening um, because we wanted to create an empowering and honest resource 
for moms and families who are considering home birth, who are planning a home birth, who are days or hours away in some cases of, mm. of having their baby at home. So this is for you. So let us know what topics we can cover. Let us know what people you want us to interview. Uh, we have some pretty awesome interviews coming up. We do. I'm very we excited. We'll, we'll share on Facebook who we're going to be interviewing in, what, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, in two weeks. And um, so let us know who you want us to talk to, who, you know, what what authority and, and pregnancy and birth and mothering and parenthood do you want us to chat with? And um, yeah, we're super grateful to you for listening. We are super grateful to you, to yeah. you, listener. So mm. thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we will catch you next week. Peace. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, sexy mama. It's podcast time. <laughs> Sorry. Do it. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.